Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Unfiltered. This is your host, Liz, and I am so excited to be doing this episode with you guys today because today I'm going to be answering some more juicy interview questions. If you have not listened to the part one of this episode, you should definitely go back and listen to it because for me personally, I think it's one of my better episodes. I really like it. It's a longer episode, so if you like longer episodes, that episode is definitely for you. And this episode is definitely going to be for you if you like longer, juicier, more entertaining podcasts, then this episode is definitely going to be for you because I tried to find some very interesting questions to kind of give you guys the tea. So that's what we're going to be doing today. But before I jump into that, I just want to go over something very quickly. So I got on my Spotify this morning and checked it. And I, lo- I was looking over my my um, wrapped, like the Spotify wrapped that they do at the end of every year. So I got on my account for my podcast just to see if it made one for my podcast because my podcast is fairly new. I don't have a lot of listeners. So I just wanted to see if maybe there was anything about my podcast on there. So I'm checking out the Spotify wrapped and it tells me that I am a top podcaster for some fans. So I just want to recognize that and I just want to let you guys know that I appreciate you guys so much and that means so much to me. Like this makes my heart so happy to see what I'm seeing on my screen. So basically it says you're a top 10 podcast for 27 fans and then it says you're a top five podcast for 22 fans and you're a number one podcast for 12 fans. So I know that's not a lot of people, but 12 people, I'm their number one podcast. And that's just crazy to me. That's insane. And I just want to show my love and appreciation to you guys because it truly does mean a lot to me. And it just, it makes me smile just knowing that people are listening. So thank you so much for continuing to come back and listen, no matter who you are. I appreciate you so much and I love you and let's just go ahead and get into this episode. For the very first question we have, what has been your most embarrassing moment? So Right off the bat, I have a memory that comes to my mind because it was a very embarrassing day for me. It was a very um, traumatic day for me. And not a lot of people know this. Even though I did tell this story on my YouTube, a lot of people didn't watch that YouTube video. So a lot of people don't really know about this. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that most of my friends know this story. But my most embarrassing moment was when I was on the school bus, and I don't remember how old I was. I was probably, I want to say I was probably around like 10. I could have been older, but honestly, my memory sucks. But I was on the school bus, and I was one of the last kids to get dropped off. I don't know why, but I was always one of the last kids to get dropped off. And I had to use the bathroom so bad, you guys. Like, you know when you just, you have to pee, and you just can't hold it. You can't hold it. Especially when you're on a school bus, it's so much worse because you're hitting all those bumps. So I'm over in the I'm in the back one of the back seats, and I'm back there with my legs crossed, squeezing my legs as tight as I can, just like hoping and praying that I make it to my house before I pee. And before I knew it, 
I literally peed myself. And I had asked the bus driver multiple times for him to, like, pull over and let me go to the bathroom. Obviously, like, he can't just, like, pull over and let me off of the bus. So, like, understandable, but, like, at the same time, what what was I supposed to do? So, I literally peed my pants. And I just remember, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. I just remember the pee hitting the floor and it just rolled to the front of the bus. And it was so embarrassing. And I remember this girl sitting behind me and she was one of my cousin's best friends and she told everyone hey guys watch out watch your feet I'm so sorry I I spilt my bottle of tea so she was trying to cover for me and then I had to get off the school bus and there were still several kids on the bus so like I said I'm one of the last kids to get off the bus but there were still like five or six kids on the bus And my pants were soaked, you guys. They were soaked because I just peed my pants. So the girl that told everyone that she spilled her tea gave me her jacket. And I remember just, like, tying it around my waist. That way nobody could see, you know, that my butt was wet. Um, But, yeah, it was super embarrassing. I will never forget about that. And I will never forget that girl. I know her name. I I know her first and last name. I still remember it to this day. And... If by the grace of God she listens to this episode, which she probably won't, um, but if she does and you remember this, then thank you so much for that because you really saved my life there with that jacket. I don't know if I ever gave that jacket back to her, to be honest. But like, I don't know if she would want it back because I tied it around my my pee pants. So <laughs> let's just move on to, to the next question. What are some of your biggest fears? Oh, wow. I have a lot of fears. I have a lot of fears, but if we're talking just right off the top of my head, clowns, spiders, deep water, suffocation. Um, I'm scared of, like, small spaces. I'm, like, very claustrophobic. I don't like being in small spaces. It really freaks me out. Suffocation is a huge one for me. That's, like, one of my biggest fears, like, suffocating or, like, drowning. I I don't know why, but just, like, the, the thought of suffocating is it scares the shit out of me that's probably my biggest fear I'm not gonna lie um failing like failure that's also a really big fear of mine but at the same time it's not like it's not up there for my biggest fears because I think it's okay to fail because like that's how that's how you succeed in the long run like you have to fail to be, be to become successful I'm sorry I'm like stuttering but I feel like you have to fail to become successful you have to make mistakes to learn from them so that you can become successful and maybe that doesn't make sense to other people or maybe I'm sounding stupid but in my head it makes sense so honestly that's all that matters so question number three what is your love language definitely gift giving I love to give gifts I don't know why no matter what it is like I will bake you a cake I will put a little basket together with all your little favorite things like your favorite colors and everything I just love giving gifts I love the feeling that it gives me. I love seeing the look on the person's face when they're opening the gift and seeing the joy on their face. Like, honestly, that just makes me so happy. So definitely gift giving is my love language. How do you like to be comforted when you're sad or upset? So to be honest, I when I'm sad or upset, I I like to take a bubble bath. I'm very I I rely on bubble baths a lot I don't know why but I do 
anytime I'm feeling any type of emotion, I will go lay in the bubble bath for a while and it instantly makes me feel better. And I don't know what it is, but that definitely cheers me up. That and also like my comfort food, just like curling up with my comfort food, watching TV. That's like very comforting to me when I'm sad or upset. And my comfort food, my my go-to comfort food is definitely Chinese food every single time. Who is the last person to make you cry? Oh, I really don't want to answer this. I I honest to God don't. And I don't want to give him that that um that spotlight, I guess. But my ex was the last one to make me cry. Um it wasn't I mean, he didn't make me cry. He didn't force me to cry, but he was the reason I was crying. You know, I miss him. It's been like two months, so it's been a little rough, but that's not what today's episode is about. Uh, But the answer to the question is my ex. My ex is the last person to make me cry. (laughs) All right, next question. Have you ever been bullied? Yes, absolutely. I've been bullied. Can we? I'm pretty sure we can all say that we've been bullied before. I feel like that's kind of a question for everyone. And if you haven't been bullied, I feel like you're lying because I feel like everyone in the world has been bullied. But I feel like some people have been bullied a lot worse than other people. And there's no excuse for it at all. But I do think that some people experience bullying more than others. And I would say that I experienced bullying not a lot, a lot growing up. But I definitely did experience it quite a bit and I experience it still now today, even as an adult. And I will say this, as embarrassing as this is, I am here to be real with you guys and be raw and unfiltered with you guys. So I'm just going to be honest. I feel like most of the bullying that I've experienced in my life has been about my boob size. And it's something that I've like struggled with my entire life and it's something that I try to just get over and just deal with but some things just aren't that easy to just get over you know um especially when it's something that just like keeps getting brought up in your face and just recently actually I had a comment on one of my live streams and it was one of the worst comments I've ever heard in my entire life and it literally the words literally haunt me and I know that it doesn't mean shit, especially because it came from a stranger that literally does not know me. They don't know my heart. They don't know how much of a good person I am. Like they have no clue who I am. And they're judging me and saying these awful things through a screen that they probably would never say to my face. But like the words that he said to me, they just, they haunt me like almost every single day. So I've definitely experienced bullying and I still experience it today because that was just like two weeks ago, but I can definitely handle it a lot more now as an adult versus when I was a kid, because when I was younger, I definitely did not know how to handle bullying, but now, now I, I feel like I understand it. And now I just tell myself that people only bully other people because they're miserable with their own lives. Because nobody that's happy with their life is going to go around and bully people for no reason. And that's just my logic behind it. So anyone that's bullying me, they just have issues in their own life and they're taking it out on me. So I just don't take bullying personal anymore. Do you believe in soulmates? Absolutely, I do. I do believe in soulmates. I do believe that there is someone out there for everyone. 
However, it's been... The love life has been confusing for me. I'm jumping off the love train for a while, y'all, because I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I need to get off of this ride. Like, I just need to chill for a while because, like, this love train has gone down some rough, some rough tracks, all right? I definitely believe in soulmates, but at the same time, like, I feel like I met my soulmate a year ago and then a year into our relationship he didn't want a relationship anymore and I've been stuck in like a trance for like two months and I feel like I'm just walking in slow motion like I'm literally living in slow motion right now and it's like really hard to explain but it's it's like making me feel like maybe I don't believe in soulmates because the person that I felt like my soulmate isn't with me anymore it's just confusing for me and I feel like maybe I'm just confused because it's so soon it's so early on in the breakup and I'll probably get some clarity later on but as of right now I'm just very confused so yes I believe in soulmates but at the same time I just don't know anymore I don't know about I don't know about the love situation let's just cut let's just cut out any questions that have anything to do with relationships or love because we're hopping off the love train and it's just solo ride until I die, to be honest. Just me, myself, and I right now. That's all I want. Next question. Let's go. <laughs> what is the worst date you've ever been on? All right, back to the relationships. Here we go. We're talking about relationships again. Um, The worst date I've ever been on, to be honest, none of them just, like, pop up in my mind. I really haven't had any, like, terrible dates. I've definitely had dates with guys where, like, oh, I just really want this to end. But I've never – I don't think I've ever had – a date that was just like completely awful and just bad. I just I can't think of one that was terrible. They were all bad, obviously, because they didn't lead to a good place, but <laughs> I'm single now, so obviously none of my dates worked out, but I can't say that any of them were bad. Okay, so what do you consider the ultimate comfort food? So like I mentioned earlier, it's Chinese food for me. I feel like everybody has their own comfort food. For me, it's Chinese food. I also really love pizza, but since I have um, matured into an adult, I cannot tolerate dairy products anymore. So it's hard for me to eat pizza. So pizza used to be my comfort food, but now I lean more towards Chinese food. Noodles, um, any kind of like rice, like fried rice, like chow mein, any kind of Chinese chicken. That's my ultimate comfort food. What was your very first concert? So my very first concert was George Strait. To be honest, I straight up did not have a good time. I'm not going to lie. I did not have a good time. And I hope my mama doesn't listen to this because she'd probably be upset because George Strait is her favorite. I went to that concert with her and my sister and I swear, I swear if I remember this correctly, me and my sister were sitting down the entire concert while everyone else was standing up, like, singing to the songs and clapping. My memory could be foggy, but I know for a fact that that was just not the best night for me. I just was not very country. I didn't listen to that kind of music. It wasn't really my vibe. It's not my vibe today. But yeah, that was, that was my first concert. <laughs> 
what was your last searched song on Spotify? So let me just go over to my Spotify and just look because I'm not sure off the top of my hands. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so my last searched song on Spotify is called Bloody Hands by Murda Beats. Um, I haven't heard that song in years, so I don't know why. I just got in the car yesterday and something told me to put that song on and I did. It's got a really good beat to it, but it's definitely, definitely a really weird song. What is one snack that you can't live without? One snack I can't live without. Honestly, I, I'm a hoe for some snacks, but I, I love goldfish. I like, I like the extreme cheese goldfish, like the ones that have the extra powder on them. Those are really good. I could definitely live without them though. Like I, it's not like a necessity, but those are definitely up there for like my, my top snacks. I also really fuck with Oreos. I love Oreos, but I hate the way they make my teeth feel after I get done eating them. So I immediately have to brush my teeth after I eat them. So that's the only downside to that. But there's not a snack that I can think of that just like I absolutely can't live without. Like I love all snacks. I love brownies. I love cake. I love cookies. I love like little Debbie's. I like like the little Debbie's ice cream that they sell. I just love all snacks. I just love all food. What's the most loved you've ever felt? So aside from my parents, obviously, because my parents have always made me feel loved. But to be honest, I would probably have to say my recent ex-boyfriend because that was the first healthy relationship I've ever been in. So that was the first relationship where I was treated how I was supposed to be treated. And I truly did feel so much love from him. And it was a really good feeling. And it made me love myself more. And that was probably the happiest I have ever been. Who is your first friend and are they still in your life? So my first friend, my first real friend, I would say is my childhood friend, Taylor. And she's definitely still in my life. We're not as close as we were. Um, we don't talk every day. We don't talk every week. We hardly even talk every month. But when we do start talking again, I feel like every single time we talk, we just pick things up where they left off. Um we're both 26 now and you know we met in like the second grade I believe so we've known each other like almost our entire lives and so it's really nice to have someone in your life that has literally seen you go through everything you know so it's really nice and it's special because she's still I I believe she still lives in the same town that I live in so we still live close together and she's still around and it's just it's crazy that neither one of us have moved away and we're both still here. So, yeah. On vacation, are you the sit-by-the-pool type of person or get-up-and-explore type of person? So, I'm definitely both. I definitely like to sit by the pool, but I also love to explore. When I'm on vacation, if I'm in a new town that I've never been in, I'm trying to explore every single corner of this city like I'm trying to go see street art I'm trying to go check out the restaurants I'm trying to go check out the scenery I like doing all of that 
Although I do like sitting by the pool, I just think it's more fun on vacation to explore the town that you're in because that's why you go on vacation. What is your go-to dish when you have to make a quick dinner? So I actually have two. So my first one is chicken and dumplings. And that is like the easiest recipe I've ever made. It's so fast. It's so easy. It tastes so good. I think it's fairly cheap. I use my crock pot and I put the chicken in the crock pot with chicken broth and cream of chicken. And I let that kind of boil and simmer and cook. And then I add in my veggies, which is corn and celery. No, carrots and celery. Sorry. And then once that's all done cooking, I throw in some cut up biscuit dough and then I just cook it a little bit longer and then it's done. And it's so freaking good and it makes enough for me to eat for like one night and then enough for the next night. And when I'm not making that, I usually make my spicy chicken. So I just use dice up chicken and I cook it in the skillet and I use the buffalo wild wing sauce Asian zing. And I put it on my chicken and I saute the chicken in the sauce. And then I cook some white rice and I put some of the sauce in the white rice so I can make spicy chicken and spicy rice. And then I just eat that together. My mouth is usually on fire at the end of um, dinner. Like when I'm done eating that meal, my mouth is usually on fire. But it's so damn good. I would have never thought to just put like a sauce like that in like rice and chicken, but it's amazing. I've also done it with the the Parmesan, the Buffalo Wild Wings Parmesan sauce. I think it's like Parmesan garlic sauce, but I've definitely used that in noodles and chicken before. Amazing. So freaking good. You guys should definitely try it. Um, go to Walmart, buy the Buffalo Wild Wings sauce, get your favorite one and put it on your favorite meal. And I'm telling you, it's so good. What is your favorite board game? My favorite board game is Life. I don't freaking know why that is my favorite board game because, like, why would you want to play a board game that's literally about, like, what you're doing in real life? I don't know. But that has always been my favorite board game since I was a child. I also really liked Clue as a child, but I never understood it. And I just played it recently, actually, with my family. And that's, like, the first time we played with, like, the actual rules And it was really fun. And I actually understood it. And we played like three rounds. But I would definitely say that Life is my definitely my favorite board game. I'm not sure why. I like Monopoly, but Monopoly is just so long. I feel like that game literally lasts an eternity. Like, I feel like you could just drag that game on forever, which is just not necessary, to be honest. What is your most used emoji? Okay, so let me just get on my keyboard and look. My most used emoji is definitely the laughing crying emoji. I use that emoji in almost every single text. And then the second most popular is the crying emoji, but it's like tears coming out of both eyes, like streaming down your face. So yeah, laughing and crying, I guess that's what I do a lot with my emojis. Okay, next question. What app on your phone do you use the most? I'm not sure off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure you can look at like, yeah, the screen time and it tells you like what app you're on the most, right? So we're just going to look at my activity. 
So it says that my most used app is Snapchat, which I definitely agree with that. Snapchat and Facebook is coming in with a close second. So Snapchat and Facebook. Facebook, I hardly ever post on, but like it's my toxic trait to just get on Facebook and just scroll and scroll and scroll for hours. And I literally don't even know what I'm looking at. Like it's just a bunch of like bullshit that I don't even need to be looking at. It's just a waste of time, to be honest. Snapchat, I don't, I don't, I really don't be doing a lot on there. I do be posting a lot on my Snapchat story because I do have a lot of people, like I said, like my podcast. I have a lot of different things on my social media. So I like to like keep everyone up to date on my Snapchat. But also I communicate with a lot of my friends through Snapchat. So that is another reason why I spend a lot of time on there. But I honestly, I don't need to justify myself. I just wanted to let you guys know. All right. So Snapchat was the first, was the most used app on my phone. All right. What do you love most about life? Honestly, is this just like a general question or is this saying, what do I like about my life? I'm going to take it as what do you like about life in general? What I like about life in general is that you have the ability to do whatever you want and you have the ability to control your life. Like, I understand that the government has control over certain things and Yes, we have to work to pay our bills and keep the lights on and keep the electric on, stuff like that. But I just think it's amazing that you can do whatever you want with your life as long as you try, as long as you put your mind to it. You can literally do anything that you want to do. And that's what's so beautiful about life is it's so, I guess, interchangeable. I don't really know the word that I'm trying to think of right now, but there's so many different possibilities in life. There's so many different things that you can do in life. There's so many different paths in life. And I think it's beautiful to see all the different paths that people take in life. I think it's crazy that, you know, everyone's given this opportunity in life and everyone takes different paths. And that's crazy to me and beautiful at the same time. What is the best way to break up with someone when you no longer feel love for them? Oof, this is a hard question. Honestly, let me just say this. You need to tell your significant other the moment that your feelings switch up on them. And I'm not talking a day later, days later, a week later. I'm talking that day. Like if you wake up and you just have this feeling and you're looking at your, your significant other and you're thinking, wow, I just... I don't love this person anymore. I, I don't have feelings for them. I, I don't know what happened. I just, I don't want to be with them anymore. Do not drag it on because you dragging it on is going to make it 10 times worse when you do break it off with that person. And I know it's very hard to be brutally honest with people, but sometimes that's what you have to do. Actually, all the time, that's what you have to do. You have to be brutally honest with people no matter what. And don't pull the bullshit card by saying, I don't want to hurt them because you dragging them on, knowing in your heart that you're going to break up with them, that right there is like the worst betrayal. Like that is going to hurt them more than just leaving them the moment that you had a change of heart. So honestly, there's not a best way to break up with someone. But if you do have to do it, do it the moment you know that you want to do it and do not wait because you're only hurting yourself and you're only hurting the person that you're going to break up with even more 
even though you keep telling yourself, I don't want to hurt them, so I don't want to break up with them because I don't want to hurt them, but you holding on is just hurting them even more. Okay, so next question. What is something embarrassing you did as a kid? Oh, I don't know if I want to admit this one, but I'm going to have to. And I'm so embarrassed. My family knows about this, obviously, because they grew they grew up around me, so they are they already know this. And I feel like if they're listening to this, they're gonna know what I'm about to say. But my most embarrassing like thing that I did as a kid is whenever I got upset or didn't get my way, it didn't matter where I was, I dropped down on the floor and I would bang my head on the freaking floor. You guys, it did not matter where I was. I remember doing this one night outside in the parking lot at the hospital so my mom worked at the hospital and I went to work with her that day and there's like this little water fountain outside of the hospital and the water wasn't coming out of it that day and I was so angry and I kept telling my mom and asking her I said why is the water fountain not working and she's like I don't know I don't know and I got so mad that I threw myself onto the concrete ground in this parking lot and started banging my head on the floor and rolling around in the parking lot like this is the crazy stuff that I did I'm pretty sure I did it in Walmart I did it at home I didn't care where I was um but yeah so the last question is do you have any regrets in life I definitely um do have some regrets in life um but honestly I I love where my life is at right now and I love how far I've come. So do I have regrets in life? Yes, but I wouldn't change anything about my life. I love where my life is today. I have made a lot of mistakes in my life, but at the same time, I have learned from those mistakes and I wouldn't change my life for the world. So that is the answers to all of my questions. Hope you, hopefully you guys liked those questions and hopefully those were entertaining for you guys. I wanted to read one last thing before I hopped off here because I thought this was super cute and interesting. I was looking back over on the Wrapped uh, for Spotify and it was telling me my podcast personality. So it says your listener's podcast personality is the podcastologist. Your listeners are podcast aficionados. I don't know what that word is. I think I'm saying that right. Aficionados. (laughs) They're in tune with the past and present, gravitating toward podcasts that stand the test of time. So I'm not really sure what that means. I probably butchered that word. I had to like listen to Google say it because I don't know how to say that word. (laughs) I sound so unsmart right now. Um, But anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I thought that was pretty cool. So I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode and hopefully you guys are enjoying the podcast. By the way, if you're on Spotify go ahead and rate my podcast if it allows you to do that because that also really helps me as well. And hopefully I have some more episodes out for you guys soon. I do have some exciting news before I jump off here. I did just start writing a book and I'm really excited about it. I'm a little bit nervous because I've never written anything before. It's not going to be like a hard copy book that's published by publishers or anything crazy like that. But I am writing 
something down on my computer. That way I can read it to you guys through my podcast. And I just, I really want to tell a very crazy dramatic story with lots of twists and turns. And I want to leave you guys on cliffhangers and have you waiting for a whole week for the next episode. And I just, I think that would be so exciting and so fun to do. So I started that recently. I started writing it recently and I have a really good feeling about it. It's really been taking off every single time I sit down to add more to it. I just add paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs at a time. So I think it's going to be really great. I think you guys are going to really love it. So I will release the release date for that. Like whenever I'm going to start doing those episodes, I'll tell you guys that very soon. But I'm not sure when the book is going to be done. So whenever the book is done, I will let you guys know when the first episode for that will be airing. And then once the first episode airs, you can expect an episode from that same series every week until the story is over, basically. So, yeah, that is the news for today. So I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. I love you guys so much, and I thank you guys so much for keep for continuing to come back and listen to me and support me, and your support means the absolute world to me. So I love you again, and a very... Very, very Merry Christmas. I know it's very soon. It's very early and it's just the beginning of December, but I just had to say Merry Christmas to everyone listening and I will see you guys next time.